Welcome back to C3. I'm your host, Colin. And I'm Jordan. Grab a cocktail and have a seat while we talk about some crime and our crippling depression. What is giving you crippling depression today, Jordan? Honestly, this week, I don't know why the fuck the full moon was on the first of the month, but like that shit got me Millie Rock to heaven, so... Mercury starts doing the renegade on the 23rd. Listen, she needs to have her Gatorade at a different place, because I'm really <laughs> tired of her shit. Um, I'm very exhausted. I'm over bullshit in my personal life. I'm, like, really ready to go to jail, so, like, please support us on the Patreon, because it will just go to my commissary and my bail, <laughs> so please help a bitch out, okay? Like, I'm really getting tested every fucking day by bald white bitches, The so, Lord tests you every day. You know? I'm just getting tested. I just can't do it. What about <laughs> you, Colin? <laughs> um, what is it? So, I watched the second season of Heartstopper yesterday. Period. Finished it in one day. Okay, so love that for you. So, it's me a crippling depression that I don't have the next season. Okay, and that's fair. I was going to say, there was some deeper shit that I was going to talk about, but we'll hold off till next episode because we got shit to do after this. So Period. We'll, um, We're busy ladies. Yeah. And a man. At, at some point, I will talk about deeper things on the show. I, sometimes I just get, like, stumped because I'm like, do I want to say that? Do I have the courage to say that on a mic? Do I really want like to expose myself like this? <laughs> <laughs> but, I get it. So, right now, we're not, like, drinking, drinking, but I put... Uh, pumpkin cream liqueur and pumpkin coffee because that's just what the I had period, on hand. You little pumpkin spice bitch. Yes, I love it. Season is on the horizon. It, what is it called? The pumpkin patch dance that's gonna be playing at my Halloween party. Oh, pumpkin dance by MG. Yeah. Also, we're getting matching T-shirts. Just yeah, so you know, we are we totally to. getting that merch, and it's we're just, wearing it to the Halloween party. So the almost married shirt is fire, and I just don't know how we went from that to Comic Sans. I I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell you, but even, honestly, I love it. Didn't even use papyrus or anything. No, nope, she really just... said Comic Sans. <laughs> like, deadass Comic Sans on a shirt. I love I it I still haven't her. upgraded my chair, so I apologize in advance. That we'll get a new chair soon, but that's what you get for now. Hell yeah, baby. We <laughs> yeah. love to squeak. So, we are doing... I picked, like, bad first... Well, first date as the topic, and I was also going to tell you about some of like, my bad like terrible first dates because there's at least two of them that i lived an entire toxic relationship in that one night because they both ended in a fight <laughs> but and um so yeah I mean, i'll expose that at a later date now and i'm just gonna go ahead and hand it off to jordan so once again i may or may not have misunderstood the assignment because i can't read but mine's technically like a bird a bird first date yeah um, a so bad I first date to begin I, with. There was a couple cases that I was like, wow, this is really nice. And then it wasn't even a first date thing. So I was like, yeah. I don't want to know if I want to cover this. And there was this fucking dude. The victim's name, her last name was O'Hara or mm-hmm. something like yeah. that. Elaine O'Hara. Mm-hmm. And I guess he like videotaped mm-hmm. having intercourse with her and stabbing her. Mm-hmm. And then she survived the first time, and then he did it a second time, and that's when she died from it. And I just, it made me violently uncomfortable mm-hmm. to the point where I was like, I think I'm just going to Google, like, funny first dates, well, like, bad shit, yeah. but, like, terrible first dates that women went on or something like yeah. that. But I ended up finding a crime, so. Yes. So mine is misunderstood assignment, but still fits the category. Mine's. But About the same. <laughs> I'm covering Kelly Ann Bates. Um, she was born May 18th, 1978, and unfortunately she passed away on April 16th, 1996. She was an English teenager who was murdered in Manchester, England at the age of 17 by her abuser, James Patterson Smith. 
who was born in 1948. She was tortured by him for a period of four weeks, including having her eyes gouged from the socket for up to three weeks before her death, before Jesus being drowned Christ. in a bathtub. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you went horrific this time. Um, not intentional, but I do think this is important to cover, like, grooming and abusive relationships. Yes. And it just because you think it won't happen to you doesn't mean that you shouldn't be prepared because it will happen to you. Yes. Like, it will always happen to you because that mindset is not something that you should have. Her murder inquiry was led by Detective Sergeant Joseph Mahogan of the Greater Manchester Police, who said, I've been in the police force for 15 years and have never seen a case as horrific as this. And William Lawler, the pathologist who examined her body, described her injuries as the worst he has seen on a murder victim. And Smith, who had a violence, uh, a history of violence and torture against his former sexual partners, denied being the murderer of Bates. And he was convicted to a life sentence imprisonment on November 19th, 1997. So I'm just going to put that out there now. He's in life in prison. Okay, good. So Is he still alive now? I think so, yes. Okay. Um, James Smith, he was an unemployed divorcee living in the Gordon area of Manchester and was described by acquaintances as house proud and well-groomed i think those are house proud is definitely more of like an overseas term i guess because i've never fucking heard that before but well-groomed i know what that means it means you're just not dirty you know yeah um, well kept his marriage had ended in 1980 after 10 years because he had been violent towards his wife and his next relationship was with 20 year old tina watson um between 1980 and 1982 he used her as a quote-unquote punching bag um even subjecting her to severe beatings while she was pregnant with their child she said, at first it was every now and again, just a little tap, but in the end it was every day. He would smack me, hit me in the face or over my head with an ashtray. He would kick me in the legs or between the legs. Um, she managed to escape. Yeah. So while she managed to escape from the relationship during it, um, Smith had also attempted to drown her while she was bathing. When it, the relationship came to an end in 1982, Smith started seeing 15-year-old Wendy Motzerhead. Um, whom he abused, and in one attack, held her head under the water in a kitchen sink in another attempt to drown her. So he is violent to the point of attempting to kill the people uh, he is with. every single time. Yes. And in 1993, Smith began grooming Kelly Bates, and she was only 14 years old at the time. He met her while babysitting four friends. Approximately two years later, when she had left school, Bates moved in with Smith um, in his home in Gorton, and she was concealing the age difference between them from her parents, obviously, because Tommy and fucking Margaret would never let that shit slide. Her mother said of her first time meeting Smith after the two started living together, as soon as I saw him, the hairs on the back of my neck went up. I tried everything I could to get Kelly away from Some him. Some people just give you that vibe. Like, the second you see yes. them, you're like, abort ship immediately. Literally, because it's just the vibe. You can always, like, trust your vibes the energy never lies i have that shit tatted for a fucking reason because it's true <laughs> although she left him briefly because of an argument with him um she once more began living with him at the end of november 1995 and her parents noticed bruises on her which she explained as the result of accidents she became increasingly withdrawn and in december 1995 resigned from her part-time job and in march of 1996 her parents received birthday cards supposedly from her for their anniversary and birthday but only smith wrote in them so she didn't even fucking write them when her brother tried to see her at the house smith said she was not home and when a concerned neighbor asked about her 
she was briefly shown at an upstairs window. So she's basically being held hostage in this house at this point. Because mm-hmm, it's what they do. They, yep. uh, it's a, a classic complete isolation. thing where they isolate yep. the fuck out of you. So on April 16th, 1996, Smith reported to the authorities that he had accidentally killed his girlfriend during an argument in the bathtub, claiming that she had inhaled water and died following his attempts at resuscitation. He also claimed that she often pretended to be unconscious. The police went to his address and found Kelly naked in the bathroom and her blood was found throughout the house and a post-mortem examination revealed over 150 separate injuries on her body. During the last month of her life, she had been kept bound, sometimes tied to a radiator or furniture by her hair and other times by the neck. William Lahr, the home office pathologist who examined her body said, in my career, I've seen almost 600 victims of homicide, but I've never come across injuries so extensive. These are the following injuries that were found on Bates' body. Trigger warning all over the place. She had scalding to her butt cheeks and left leg, burns on her thigh caused by the application of a hot iron, a fractured arm, multiple stab wounds caused by knives, forks, and scissors, stab wounds inside her fucking mouth, crush injuries to both hands, mutilation of her ears, nose, eyebrows, mouth, lips, and genitalia, wounds caused by a spade and pruning shears, both of her eyes were gouged out, later stab wounds to the empty eye sockets and partial scalping. So he tortured the absolute fuck out of her. These are just some of the injuries they could make out that were on her body. Some. The pathologist determined that her eyes had been removed not less than five days to three weeks before her death. She had been starved. She lost around 20 kilograms in weight and had not received water several days before her death. Peter Openshaw, the prosecutor in Smith's trial, said it was as he was deliberately disfiguring her, causing her the utmost pain and distress and degradation. The injuries were not a result of a one sudden eruption of violence. They also have been caused over a long period and were so extensive and terrible that the defendant must have been deliberately and systematically torturing the girl. Her cause of death was drowning immediately prior to which she had been beaten in the head with a shower head. Smith denied the murder of Kelly, saying they would put me through hell winding me up. He also claimed that Bates had taunted him about his dead mother and had a bad habit of hurting herself and make it look worse on me. When they asked to explain why he had blinded, stabbed, and battered her, he said that she had dared him to do it, challenging him to do her harm. Gillian Mezzi, which was a consultant psychiatrist, told the court that Smith had a severe paranoid disorder and morbid jealousy and lived in a distorted reality. I don't give a fuck what he lives in. What, what, any part of you, what? I'm like heavily speechless at a lot of the shit. Yeah, like, it's crazy. This is... It takes a lot for these this cases isn't to even make an 18, This isn't even a woman. This is a fucking child. This is a fucking child with a grown-ass man, and this is what he did. Mm-hmm. And he had previous behavior of this, and women reported him, and he's still out and about. Like, this should have never happened. No, it should not have. The jury of the Manchester Crown Court took an hour to find 49-year-old Smith guilty of her murder, sentencing him to life imprisonment, and the judge recommended that he serves a minimum of 20 years. This has been a terrible case, a catalog of depravity by one human being upon another, you are a highly dangerous person. You're an abuser of women, and I intend, so far as it is in my power, that you will abuse no more. The jury had to be offered professional help and counseling due to the photographs of seeing his quote unquote sickening violence against her. And all members of the jury accepted the offer. Yeah, uh, in that case that I spoke about at the beginning, mm. that was part of what I was like, oh my God, I wouldn't even be a. I wonder what it was like to be yeah. a juror for that case because you have to watch the video. Yeah. 
like in all those photos and stuff um i will say my source definitely was wikipedia and i i didn't really change a lot of it because it's so to the point to the facts and i there's no point in i used wikipedia for mine too but there's no point in even changing her story like i wish i could have found out more about her because she deserves to be known yes but also like i don't give a fuck about him i don't care about his life like i care about the woman that he hurt Mm -hmm. like they deserve to be known what what happened to them yeah, like, typically i only include like early life of the killers and stuff if it like their childhood played a clear role and like what they yes. grew to and be that, that wikipedia article like had amazing sources as well but yeah that was like basically my only source i looked up some other stuff but very well written too had a lot of credible sources lots mm-hmm. of quotes and stuff but he's fucking disgusting and poor kelly like yes. she never deserved that that poor thing never ever and she was a fucking child children don't know i mean fucking adults end up in situations like that like a child should not ever have to go through that shit so i misunderstood the assignment but i also felt like it was important to keep the case but if you are experiencing any of that please reach out to somebody do not be scared yes there are systems and things put in place to help people that are yes experiencing especially forms of abuse like that and just because he smacked you once today because he got a little bit angry doesn't mean that it's not going to happen again if he does it once he's not scared to do it again or even if she does it once she's not scared to do it again it goes both ways yes but that is my case and i hope that Kelly's family is doing good i've tolerated a lot of bullshit from men but i think i made it very clear to everyone do not put your hands on me yeah and i've told I what is it? my friends it was kind of like a rule that I gave myself when it comes to relationships that the moment a man puts their hands on me you have crossed the line from lover immediately to enemy yeah it's on yeah and like after we're done fist fighting I don't care mm-hmm. if I win or lose like I'll never see you again for sure Just fuck that mm-hmm. absolutely my case also has a good talking point I guess and like a little life lesson so i'm going to be covering the grinder serial killer mm-hmm. gay pride um go off queen <laughs> but and the reason is because i've obviously used the app and i'll talk about it at the end so 47 year old stefan port was born in south on sea essex not as both having an overseas right. case <laughs> wow mine's a lot go. more recent though because mine's in 2014 2015 years oh, that's in the crazy 90s. but also, the name South on Sea. It was just, I was kind of thrown off by that. Because it's fucks just with so, that, like, to the point. Just South on Sea. Honestly, Essex. I feel like everything should be named like that. I mean, more, the place I live in is literally, it tells you what the fuck it is. So, <laughs> I mean, you kind of got to love it. <laughs> at, um, at a year old, his family moved to Dagenham in East London. And then he was described as a loner and often bullied in school. Oh. And. We don't feel bad for him. I still, I hate hearing about people getting bullied though, yes, but he, but he probably deserved it, I'm assuming. No, he didn't deserve it, but we just don't. F- I feel bad for child him. Um, okay, period. So, but after leaving school at the age of 16, I don't know if he graduated high school or what. I'm assuming he did. He went to college for art, but it was too expensive for his family to afford. And then he trained for two years as a chef instead. Okay. I can't remember the name of the restaurant that he worked at. But, and then a former romantic partner stated that their relationship ended because Port, his personality was childish. And a lot Mm. of people described him as that. And in adulthood, he had like a weird obsession with 
children's toys and would play with them mm. and everything. Yeah, it's not mm. good. And then he came out as gay in his mid-20s, and he lived with his parents until his early 30s, which no shame in no that. No shame in that. Because if I could live it's with my dad now, for real. I would do it. <laughs> and then, again, I have it typed up now, but like as an adult, he had a strange obsession with children's toys. He rarely socialized. He did briefly appear on MasterChef, and then I guess he's a bald man and wore a blonde toupee to increase his confidence when going out on dates and everything. Wikipedia told just me that, so being I figured bald, I'd call like, him out on the toupee. If you're already that bald, just embrace it. <laughs> you look better bald. Uh, I've already said if I go bald because I have a big-ass fucking head that I'm going to 1 million percent get one of those like glue-down man weaves oh yeah happening. for sure but like trust me just be bald okay you look fine so unfortunately his first victim was on june 17th 2014 oh and it was 23 year old anthony walgate he was a fashion student and an occasional male escort port offered him 800 euros for his services and then back at port's place port drugged him with ghb which is a date rape drug mm-hmm. and i think it's similar to ecstasy and mm-hmm. it gives you like euphoric yeah symptoms and then he raped him and the man died due to a fatal overdose of the drug oh which God. ends up being this guy's mo is just the fatal overdose of the drug yeah. so then port just kind of drugged the body out put it on the pavement and then called an ambulance didn't give a name and said that he was driving by and saw a young boy who was collapsed and thought he might be drunk or had a seizure and then walgate was pronounced dead shortly before 8 a.m and for whatever fucking reason, connection was missed at the time between the two. And I don't understand how they fumbled the ball there because the body's literally in front of his house or apartment. And he didn't bother to ask any questions there, be like, any interrogate anybody, be like, yeah. hey, did you see this man with anybody? Literally. Have you seen anybody here? Does it this make guy, any have sense. you seen this guy come in with anybody? Check the yeah. tapes. So then Port was later. I don't understand when they questioned him because i couldn't figure it out mm-hmm. i was looking at different articles but port was later convicted of perverting the course of justice in march 2015 because his account of the death to the police varied he was sentenced to eight months but was released in june and was electronically tagged so i'm a little confused i don't know if his victims his next victims took place before he went in for those couple months or if it was after because this all spanned from 2014 to 2015 mm-hmm. it was a short but quick thing and then so between august 2014 and september 2015 he murdered three more men including oh my god gabriel cavari 22 oh daniel god. whitworth 21 and jack taylor 25 the bodies of the second and third victims this is fucking awful um were both found in the graveyard of the church of saint margaret of antioch in barking by the same woman on separate occasions walking her dog. Oh my fucking the, god, that poor lady. I'm surprised she didn't fucking pick a new dog walking path after the first time. Well, she's old. Mm, it maybe, might be close to her house. Maybe. Maybe she just wanted to pray at night and then was like, all right, I gotta walk my dog too. Let me pray at the church and walk and my dog. discovers the body twice oh in a row. Oh my fucking god, so, that poor woman. I know. Port had placed a fake suicide note on the body on the body of Whitworth (gasps) and he even wrote in it to suggest that Whitworth is the one that killed Kavari and then committed suicide because he felt guilty what a piece of shit he is a piece of shit the apps used to lure these gay men were well included sleepy boy grinder hornet fit lads I haven't heard of some of these it might be overseas one of them is mistyped but it starts with the B so we're just gonna go with that um gaydar flirt daddy hunt 
Planet Romeo, Manhunt, Slave Boys, and Couchsurfing. And I was like, what the fuck is Couchsurfing? So I looked it up just to see, and it's literally an app for you to, like, when you're going somewhere, stay on people's random yeah. people's couches and like everything. Like Airbnb, but not. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is that a weird gay hookup app, or is it just a coincidental yeah it's just a coincidental and the reason i picked this because again i've used the app grinder and everything and it is very dangerous because you literally open it up and it tells you how close even in feet people are to you so if you're if i open it next to you and we're like in the same restaurant it'll tell me that you're 10 feet away and if you have a picture all i gotta do is look for you Mm. and not that i think we have any listeners at the moment that are in well that are a young gay man but as someone who used the app at too young of an age if you're going to seek out sexcapades in some way, shape, or form, even if you're a straight person using Tinder mm-hmm. or anything like that, always, always, always send your location to somebody. And, and say, photos of the person. Yes. And take a photo of their fucking license yes. plate. That and is if, my rule of thumb. If you tell them if you do not hear from me by this time, call the cops. Something happened. Always. Always set yourself up for success. Even Make if you, sure at least one person has your location. Yes, someone needs to know. I know when I first moved down here, I always sent Jordan my location. I was like, that's where I'm going to be. Yep. If you don't hear from me, I'm dead. So I literally would stay. He'd be like, I'm going somewhere at like 10 o'clock at night. And I go to bed <laughs> at 1030. I would fucking keep myself up to make sure his ass got home. Like, so you always. can never be too fucking safe. Yes, because it is, it is dangerous. And so I just want to put that out there. And then now I'm going to read straight from Wikipedia this part because there was no editorializing it. Or anything like that. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and read how the case was mishandled and that the how the family was compensated. I'm glad that they were compensated. Yes, they were. So the inquests, the original inquests into the deaths returned open vic- open verdicts. Coroner Nadia Persuad said she had some concerns surrounding Whitworth's death which have not been answered by the police investigation. Her statement continued, Most concerning are the findings by the pathologist of manual handling prior to his death and noted that the bed sheet that he was found wrapped in was not forensically analyzed and, uh-huh. the, and the bottle of GBL, which was found near him, was not tested for fingerprints are or you DNA. Are fucking real? So they didn't even do the bare fucking I minimum. I like that it has to be something with that. It was like a gay man. Yes. There's um, no so way. They were investigated, like the department and stuff. There was claims that it was mistreated the case because it was homophobic. That doesn't mean that they're not a person. Yes, I know. So, and then his conviction and life sentence. In 2015, Port was charged with four counts of murder and four of administering a poison at the Old Bailey in June 2016. Prosecutors added six more counts of administering a poison, seven charges of rape, and four of sexual assault. He also faced four alternative charges of manslaughter. Port appeared via video link from HM Prism in Belmarsh and denied all charges on March 23rd. Wait. I'm drunk. I don't know why I just said that. I'm not actually drunk. On November 23rd, 2016, Port was convicted of the murders, uh, assaults by penetration, and rapes of all four of the victims, as well as rapes of three other men he drugged and ten counts of administering a substance with intent and four sexual assaults. He was found guilty on all counts. In total, 11 men were known victims of his crimes. Only those four were murdered, though. And then I'm not going to read all of it or even go super into it, but they're, the police and stuff, when they would find stuff, they wouldn't even notify the family that, oh, we found this, oh, we found this, including letting one of the victim's sisters know that there was CCTV footage of one of the men that were murdered, like, found in the graveyard with another man in the graveyard. 
and they just didn't. That's like what fucking pissed me off with the first one. Like, you're going to tell me that apartment complex had no fucking cameras? Yeah. Like, you couldn't have just done your job and it wouldn't have gotten this far? No, they didn't. Like, they weren't. They weren't even DNA testing some of the shit, so it's like very clearly a case where they were like, mm, it's gay men coming out to hook up, so they got That's what they That's like deserved. with Jeffrey Dahmer, how they um, returned that one boy back. Obviously fucked up. Obviously yeah. so underage and just claimed it, oh, it's just gay lovers quarrel. Meanwhile, he literally had, at a the time- A fucking hole in his head and acid chemicals. poured in it. Yes. Do your job. It's not hard. Like, that just makes me so mad for them. Like, their desk could have totally been fucking avoided had they just done their job. Like, mm-hmm. it's not hard. Don't fucking go into the line of work you're not going to put fucking effort into. Yeah, especially police fucking work. Fucking police work. Like, do that do shit your fucking at McDonald's. Job. Don't do that shit at- Literally, give somebody work. fucking eight nuggets on a 10-piece. Who gives a fuck when you're there? If you're going to go into a field where it fucking matters, enjoy it. Fucking do your goddamn job. Don't, don't be discriminating on people. enjoy it, but at least care enough to, like, everybody deserves the same level of effort no matter what it is. Literally. My God. Oh, that just made me so fucking mad. I hate that shit. Especially since this one was very clear-cut. Yeah, literally. Like, the first one could have it could have been it. Mm-hmm. Because all they would have had to do is... Look at the fucking camera. Look at the camera or... Get a hold of the victim's phone. Oh, he used this app. Wonder who he talked to on the app. Get on the app. Boom. Not even that. Done some DNA swabbing. Like, literally nothing. Like, easy shit. Easy, simple shit that you would do. Yeah, so he was given a whole life sentence, because I guess over there it is different. A life sentence and a whole life sentence are different. A life sentence, you can get out on good behavior and Mm -hmm. charges and stuff. A whole life sentence is you are literally in there until you die. Good. I'm glad that he's in there for good. good. Yay, we both did terrible cases yours was really bad though yeah but i mean not that mine's not bad because they're both tragic yeah it's just i don't know violent can't but in conclusion be safe out there seriously any red flags you see report them them. don't don't let them go ask somebody else's opinion and don't it can't hurt to ask don't stay with someone who's violent always let make sure someone knows where you are who you're with even if it's like you're embarrassed to tell your parents or something like that Send, tell somebody. Send, tell a friend. Someone needs to know because no one can save you if you're not. If Telling anybody. Know. Yeah. But yeah. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up because, again, we do got some things to do immediately after this and I got to get editing. So I'm going to skip the Patreon portion this episode. You know what tiers we have. Please support us if you would like to see the show grow further. It really our... is going to go towards my bail. So please help me out. <laughs> I will be covering Jordan when the time comes. Yeah, literally, he'll be on my shit. Got any last minute things to add? No, that's about all I got. Well, and that's on murder. Period. Period.